welcome to the All Around Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you six tips to reduce your stress today. Why are we going to be talking about reducing stress? Because I feel like I've gone through some stressful times in my life in areas that I actually knew that I was being stressed out about and other areas when I didn't really identify it for a long time. So I think it's really interesting to talk about stress and the different kinds of stress that we have and then I'm going to share the six tips that I use in order to reduce stress almost immediately and then also over the long term. So we're going to get all into those six tips. It's going to be fantastic, tons of fun. But first, I also want to mention my partners on the podcast because they help me to keep the podcast rolling, going, moving forward. The first partner that I'm going to mention is the Whoopstrap. See that right here if you're watching the video. The Whoopstrap is an always-on activity tracker that I use to make sure that I am staying in check or it's another way for me to help stay in check because I'm the type of person that likes to charge really hard, likes to keep going, likes to work out as much as possible. It just makes me feel great to have accomplished really hard workouts all the time. The Whoopstrap, though, will take in my HRV, my heart rate, it will track my sleep, it will track my movement patterns and it will give me a recovery score every single day to let me know how recovered my body is. For example, today after doing three days of hard workouts in a row, I had a 26% recovery score which is red. What that means to me is I'm gonna take it easy, I might go for a walk, but I'm not gonna do anything too intense to blast up my heart rate or to basically make me less recovered for tomorrow. So the whoop is something that I think is very good for people that are hard chargers like me or somebody that likes to have more data about themselves. You can get the whoop at whoop.com and you can use the code allaroundjoe to get yourself 50 bucks off. So check out the whoop. If you have any questions, let me know. The other part that I want to talk about today is Inside Tracker. And you can check out my personal Inside Tracker page at allaroundjoe.com slash Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is probably the best thing I've done for myself in the last 10 years. I always thought that I knew what my body needed because I was very in tune with how I was feeling. But a couple of years ago, I thought I was doing everything right. Totally thought I was doing everything right, keeping track of everything, feeling good, getting gains, all that stuff. Went through Inside Tracker. What they do is they give you a, well, another company gives you a blood test. They send it off to Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker correlates that with scientific journals and gives you food. Uh, supplementation and lifestyle things that you should change in order to optimize what your body is saying that it needs internally. What I did as I changed those things, I actually ended up eating more carbohydrates because that's what it told me to do. And I lost 10 pounds or about 10 pounds in the first three to four weeks. It was crazy and my energy levels went up. So ever since then, I realized that I cannot figure out exactly what my body needs without doing some kind of, kind of internal testing. And Inside Tracker is absolutely great for that. So check out Inside Tracker. Like I said, you can go to allaroundjoe.com slash Inside Tracker to check out my personal page on Inside Tracker. And use the code allaroundjoe to get yourself a discount. All right, let's jump into the six tips that I use to reduce stress. And you can use them to reduce your stress today if you would like to. First, number one, 
is you have to kind of figure out if you have stress. So this is something that I struggled with for a long time and it's something that I've been doing in order to identify stress for about the last year, actually a little bit more than that now. It's a weekly reflection. And I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but what I do is every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. I have a calendar that pings me that says weekly reflection. And what I know when I when that comes up is I go through and I list the things for the last week that I really enjoyed doing, the things that I learned, and the things that I want to change. And of that, I can really get a, I can dig into what I liked and what I didn't like. And it's just this very simple reflection thing. And it identifies things such as stress that come up because I have those things that I'm thinking about from the past week. And when that happens, you say or you think to yourself, huh, that was something that I really didn't like that kind of stressed me out, that didn't really work out all that great for me. And just identifying it helps you to not go down that same path again. So the first thing you need to do is identify if you're stressed out. I actually went years where I thought that I was creating a whole bunch of use stress or positive stress for my life and my body by exercising a lot. And what I realized or didn't realize at the time was that I was literally overtraining my body so much that I was shutting down my adrenal glands and my body was stopping the production of cortisol after a while. So I knew that there was something really wrong at that point, but I didn't realize that I had like this almost tingly or buzzing sensation that was going on in my head. And I knew that it was weird, but I couldn't figure out why that would be a bad thing or like what I was doing because I was so healthy, my diet, my, you know, water consumption, my sleep, all of that stuff was working out a ton. How could that be bad? But it turns out that I didn't identify these things because I wasn't really keeping track of everything and how I was, I was feeling. So try the weekly reflection see if you can take some points and figure out if there are stressors in your life. A lot of you probably listening to this are like, heck yes, I've got stressors. I already know that. But still trying this weekly reflection thing is a great idea just for anybody to basically like rate their your weeks and see if there's things that you can change in order to improve. Who doesn't want to improve? Who doesn't want to have better weeks, right? So try that. Give it a shot. Number two is now that you've identified that you have some stress, I like to do some basic belly breathing, and this is something that I use right in the moment. And I'm not saying that you're sitting here watching this saying, oh, I'm going to do basic belly breathing, but it's when you have something that pops into your head or something happens in your life and stress comes at you, and you need to just take it down a notch. So what you're simply going to do is breathe in, if you can, through your nose, and fill up your belly. So you try and press the air down first into your belly, get that belly extremely full, and then just exhale. So just deep inhales and exhales, ideally through your nose. You can do this pretty much anywhere. And what's gonna happen is it's gonna stimulate your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and relax nervous system. So it's going to help you to just bring it down a notch. So anytime that you feel any kind of stress come on at all, try doing this really big, deep belly breathing. You can do it like as often as you think about it. I actually try and do this every single time that I think about it. So it's multiple times per day. If I notice that I'm not breathing through my belly, then I will make sure and consciously start to do that. And it just helps your body to relax a little bit more because you'll notice when we are stressed, we're going to be in positions of breathing through our chest and not getting full air into our lungs. So use these factors that will stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system and it will help you to just pop into a lesser stress or reduced stress um, 
life for yourself or state of mind, if you will. So that's basic belly breathing was number two. Number three is to exercise. Now, really any exercise will do, but I've found that more endurance-based exercise does better for me for actually getting me into a relaxed state or a stress-free, euphoric kind of feeling. And that's what it's all, what it's all about, right, is we want to feel good. And if we're feeling good, then we're not stressed. Like there's not that stress when we're really feeling good and relaxed. Exercise is the way to do it. I like to say or think about doing a 20-plus minute cardio session to get this done. That could be a run, a ride, a row, a swim. Swimming is actually really good because it forces you into the rhythmic breathing because you can't take a breath when you're underwater. Well, you could, but it won't work out very good for you. So you have to get into this rhythmic breathing with the swimming, especially with like a freestyle swimming stroke, which is I recommend for this type of activity. But running, like I said, riding, rowing would do it as well. And it's about getting into that rhythmic breathing where your body starts to actually use or get into a heart rate zone that it can just maintain for a while. So pretty much you're using a consistent fat and uh, carbohydrate source that your body can just kind of stream along with as you're moving and the breath is in rhythm with that. What will happen after the 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 or 50 or 60 minutes of it, then your body will actually just, you're forcing it into this rest and relaxation sort of state. And then you will just feel relaxed. You'll feel your body's stresses kind of go away. And that's why it's important, I feel like, that it is a steady state style of cardiovascular training that's going to do the best for you. Yeah, you could go to an intense CrossFit workout and that's also going to help, but I think that you're going to get a little bit more of a stress relaxation feeling if you do the steady state cardiovascular training. You can also go for walks. Like let's say you're in a situation you just got out of a really stressful meeting and you don't have the ability to go out and go for a run. You can't get sweaty, whatever. A walk will work too. It just is helpful if that you are stimulating your body, you're causing enough um, heart rate spike that you is forced breathing because I think that that is a big, it's really big in being helpful for your body to reduce the stress. And if you're forcing that you need the breathing, you tend to get those fuller breaths that we should be having all the time, right? big full breaths and if you're out going for a run it's pretty hard for you to avoid having a big full breath because your body will stop producing the energy that it needs or you'll stop having being able to actually continue if you're not doing that so but that being said get out go for a walk whether you're in your suit and you can't sweat whatnot it's still going to elevate your heart rate a little bit try and walk fast if you can so that you're elevating your heart rate as much as you can in that particular situation and then you know just let your mind clear and that's what we're going to get into next. So we've had weekly reflection, we basic belly breathing, which is kind of like the acute, let's get our body relaxed, right, in that particular state, and exercising through running, swimming, riding, 20 plus minutes, ideally steady state. Um, we're going for a long walk. We, if we can get our heart rate up, that's the ideal. And then number four is meditate. And I know you're probably rolling your eyes now, Julio, talk about meditation, but meditation, it works so well. That's the reason I talk about it so much and it doesn't even have to be that complicated it can be just five minutes of meditation and you just will learn how to control your brain a little bit better you'll learn how to de-stress yourself faster you'll learn how to focus on the positive things and it's just it's fantastic i love meditation 
Um, longer the better, you know, well, I shouldn't say longer the better. I usually try to meditate for about an hour when I do it, but five minutes, sometimes you just don't have the time for the hour, you just get in the five minutes. And I'm going to recommend a few apps that I like to use or that I have used in the past. If I'm doing a short meditation, Headspace is great. You can get that on iOS or Android. Uh, there's a Calm app that I've used before. And if I'm going to do a long, hour-long meditation, I love the Holosync, Holosync meditation or binaural beats. And what you can do there is the Holosync, they have an app and you can do that. Um, there's the paid, paid downloads inside of the app. But I think the advanced Holosync meditation is the way to go. And you can find that by just going to holosync.com, I believe. And you actually have to download those tracks, though, to your iTunes or whatever music service that you're using and listen to it that way. It's really important that you have it into your headphones so that you can get the binaural beats effects of it. And actually, the fifth thing on my list here after meditation is a binaural beat. It's not necessarily for meditation, although the Holosync meditation is a binaural beat system. But what you can do with the binaural beats is you can basically take your mind or the, the frequency that your mind is at and you can put it into a more calming frequency. You can pretty much put it in any frequency that you want. And I use this really cool app called Sleepstream 2 and I use the version, the ultimate version. I want to say it's like 10 or $20 to get, but uh, if you use it regularly, it's definitely worth it. And you can put yourself into these different states by using this Sleepstream 2 app. You can put it into, you know, relaxation, focus, creativity, pretty much anything that you can think of. There's a sleep version on there, so if you needed help sleeping, it would take your brainwaves into the sleep, uh, the brainwave that is correlated with sleep, and it definitely works really great. So let's say that you're in a stressful state, you can go ahead and put it on. I believe there's like 10 minutes from stress to calm or something like that, they call it. And you just put in your headphones and you flip it on that and it will basically, you feel immediately starting to take action on the Sleepstream app and it will make you calmer, or less stressed out. It's really cool. I love using it for creativity, for focus, and they have all of these different things in the ultimate version is so you can pretty much just pick and choose and you can play your favorite music over the top of what is actually playing on the street sleep stream to app, which is what I like to do as well. So look into that. I'll put all of this information actually in the show notes as well. So if you're driving right now and you need to reference this in the future, go to allaroundjoe.com slash 131 and I will put everything, all the links you need to download these particular apps if you would like to get them for yourself in the show notes. And that was allaroundjoe.com slash 131. 131 podcasts now, crushing it. Well, getting her done. So that was meditation and then binaural beats. And the sixth and final tip that I have that I use on a regular basis in order to help me to reduce stress is breathing routines. Okay, now I know that we've talked about the basic belly breathing. And where I would recommend using that is that if stressful situation comes up and you're like, all right, I know that I'm stressing out, I need to relax right now, so I'm gonna do some deep belly breaths. And that's gonna immediately start to stimulate your parasympathetic nervous system, your rest and relaxed nervous system, and you're going to start feeling more relaxed. The breathing routines that I'm gonna talk about in this last tip here are such that you would probably do in when you have more time or 
you have, yeah, pretty much more time. The second one you could do pretty much anywhere as well, but it's more of a routine. It's not going to be like an acute thing necessarily. The first one that I want to mention is the Wim Hof method breathing routine. Now I've done this for almost two years now, about five days a week in the morning as part of my morning routine. And basically what it is, is just hyperventilating or uh, hyper oxygenating your body. A lot of people think, oh, I'm hyperventilating, it's a bad thing. Not if you do it the right way, you're just hyper oxygenating your body. So if you're over breathing, it's actually a really good thing for you. It hyper oxygenates your body. Think about all the things that your body needs, right? It needs air, it needs water, it needs food, it needs sleep. All right, so what thing is required by your body the most often or do you need the most that will keep you alive? Air. So doesn't it make sense that your body could probably use more air than you're giving it in order to be healthier? Because oxygen is a lot of good things for your body. <laughs> so with Wim Hof Method, they actually have made the app free. So you can go to Wim Hof Method uh, on your app store, download it for free, and it's just this little uh, breathing button that you press, and it will take you through a guided breathing. At this point, I don't even need the guided, I just use it for the breath holds, um, because what you're gonna do is you take about 30 to 50 inhalations, and then you hold your breath on an exhale, or inhale, depending on what version you're doing, and then you keep track of the time breath holds. So it's cool that a lot of times you'll increase your breath hold time, which will actually make your body more efficient using oxygen, which is awesome. Uh, but you basically just do it and what it happens is you feel much more relaxed and actually more energized as well when you do it. I wouldn't have done it for two years straight if I didn't think it was freaking awesome. So I highly recommend that you do that. The next thing that you can do, and this has also been fantastic for me, is box breathing. So the way box breathing works is you just simply breathe in through your nose for four seconds, hold your breath for four seconds at the top, so with a, a belly full of breath, Slowly breathe out through your mouth for four seconds. Then hold your breath with air completely released for four seconds at the bottom. And you just repeat that for as much time as you would like. Um, you can do it, you keep it the fours and do it for four minutes. Uh, so four in, four hold, four out, four hold at the bottom, and continue that for four minutes. Super easy to remember, right? The cool thing about this is I find that it really, really puts you into a relaxed state and you can do it just about anywhere, although I don't recommend doing it while driving. Let's not do it while driving just in case it does something, it relaxes you so much that your reaction times are not quite as good. But you can do it in a, a room full of people as long as you're not having to talk to them. Do it on the subway, do it on the train, do it on the bus, and people will not realize that you're doing it, but you will absolutely get yourself into a much more relaxed state than you were before. So box breathing is something really cool to do and it's super easy. One more time. Four seconds in. Four second hold. Four second exhale. Four seconds at the bottom with the air out. Repeat. Simple, super simple. And you can do that, and I've actually tried to increase it before, so like if you're really looking for something to do to increase what the four seconds are to go to go to five seconds and go to six seconds see how long you can increase that to and then go back down it's a great way of uh, 
doing something a little bit different if you've been doing the box breathing a lot. So you can do it in all different second ranges. It's really fantastic. The idea is just the same, you know, inhale, hold, exhale, hold, making that box there. So these things are absolutely fantastic. They're what I use on a regular basis. And not to say that I'm an incredibly stressed person, but I have put, put together my life in a way that I have two businesses that I run that I, actually three, if you include CrossFit gym, three businesses that I run. I have, you know, a competitive lifestyle with being a, as a competitive CrossFitter as I possibly can. I have all kinds of different relationships. I run a meetup group. There's all of this stuff. I have this podcast and I have two other podcasts now that I do. So there's a lot of different things that are going on and it's just a bunch of stuff and I love all of it, but sometimes it does get you a little bit stressed out when you have so much to do and you're trying to accomplish so many things. So I recommend doing a lot of these guys. I, like I said, I do them on a regular basis. And just to recap, the first is set up your weekly reflection, what you loved, what you learned, and what you're going to change. The second is basic belly breathing. This is like an acute, I'm in the middle of it. I need to get myself relaxed. Do just some deep, deep belly breaths as long as it takes to get yourself to relax and then continue that as long as you can. Exercise. And you can do this when you have that feeling of I am stressed out or do it on a regular basis to keep your stress levels lower. And then meditation. Even if you don't like it, just do five minutes of meditation. Put it in your morning routine or your nightly routine before you go to bed. It will help you sleep better. Um, binaural beats. This is great if you need to just de-stress or you need to focus or you need to be more creative. It's fantastic. Check out Sleep Stream 2. And then breathing routines, the Wim Hof Method. The app is totally free. Box breathing. You don't need an app for that at all. It's just the four seconds, four seconds, four seconds, four seconds. So like I said, hope this was super helpful for you. If you have any tips that you've used or any apps that you've used in the past, I would love to hear about them. So drop them in the show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 131. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 131. I want to hear about the things that you've used to de-stress that have totally helped you. I mean, I've done a few other things like acupuncture actually works really great. Massage is one of my favorite things, but it's something that I don't do as often. And I only put things that I do here on personally on a regular basis. But I don't know about you, massage is a fantastic one. It just almost immediately throws my parasympathetic nervous system into overdrive and helps me to relax. Um, but let me hear as well what you have done and what you feel like is super helpful for you so that I can learn about them and learn about what you do as well. Lastly, please, if you like what I do here on the show, head over to iTunes, give me a review. Every five-star review that I get helps my podcast to be viewed and seen and all that fun stuff by more people. And if you're watching this on YouTube, I would appreciate a subscribe. You can subscribe on YouTube or on iTunes or on Stitcher or on whatever other podcast source that you're listening to or watching this on. Um, and give me a like or a thumbs up on there. That would be super, super helpful, super appreciated. And lastly, if you would like a free download that I'm providing for you, the five supplements that I cannot live without, you can go to allaroundjoe.com slash top five, 
and you can download a list of the supplements that I use on a regular basis, and most of those have discount codes for you as well. I know a lot of people like to get those extra 1% out of the supplements they're taking. It's fun to go out and try some new stuff. Go to allaroundjoe.com slash top five, and you can get yourself a list of the supplements that I cannot live without. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. The All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.